Can we get like a female Uncle Sam, like Uncle Sarah, with like the Constitution and Romans just motorboating it? Uh, that uh, would be a good Aunt one Sarah. Too. I think Uncle Sarah, you're definitely going to lose about half the electorate. Ah, <laughs> uh, miracle. Well, I mean, it is kind of a nice idea, you know, all the different people together. What? No, essentially, you're you're a good guy. Welcome to Suck 10, where we break down episodes of the hit HBO series Succession in 10 minutes. I am one of your hosts, Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth master of the decision desk. Okay, we can't uncall Wisconsin, can we? That would make us all look pretty unprofessional. I'm here with my co-host, Magna Mills, and we're going to break down the eighth episode of season four, the final season of Succession, titled America Decides. Uh, Jamie G, I know you're not a doctor, but until you qualify, let's just get you on the air. I'm Magna Mills, and thank you for checking out Suck 10, presented by Regular Dudes Watch Stuff. Find us wherever you get your pods. Find us on YouTube. Just search for Suck 10. That's S-U-C, the number one, the number zero. Or Regular Dudes Watch Stuff on social media, at Dudes Watch Stuff. And please, if you're going to fly, don't be a drunk pilot and forget your flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. It helps other people find the show. We really appreciate it. That's all we ask please and thank you and this is a full-on spoiler show every single thing about succession is up for discussion including the next time on this is your first and final warning hit us with those episode details and then it's time to get down to business this is season four episode 737 overall episode of succession titled america decides directed by andres Perec. This is the sixth episode of succession that he has directed he previously directed kill list earlier in season four Written by show creator, show runner, Jesse Armstrong. The predictably short and vague plot synopsis is, on election night, Tom tries to manage an increasingly chaotic newsroom while Kendall, Shiv, and Roman spar over the consequences of the result for themselves, the company, and the country. That sounds like a lot to talk about, and we've only got 10 minutes to do it starting now. Well, we'll kick it off by giving our overall thoughts on America Decides. Just a crazy episode. It was very, very, very intense. From start to finish, we got a bunch of the disgusting brothers. We got all family members trying to turn on each other. Oh, buddy, loaded with great quotes. Very funny, very serious. Had you on the edge. Um, I gotta say, the 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 wasabi eyes was just perfect. This episode was great. I mean, it's can you just feel how how tense it is? I mean, it was just. I don't know, man. This is why I love Succession, right? Yeah, definitely a great one for me. Not a lot of complaints. I really liked how it sets everything up for the the final stretch of the last two episodes. They pretty much dropped all the bombs, right? So nobody really has any information that they all don't have. So it's about as level of a playing field as I think you could have going into the home stretch here. And I, I like where they placed the election here in episode eight. Uh, I think it worked really well here. And Everybody got their moments, right? This episode, I think everybody had their time to shine and to get, you know, knocked down like their Chumbawamba. Will they get up again? I don't know. But I think we now have a pretty clear idea of, I guess, what everyone's motivations and alliances are going into the final two. Jamie G, we've been teasing the election since basically the pilot. So a lot of hype going into it. Do you think this episode made good on all that hype and promise? I think they did. I think for what it was, there's not much more you could have did with it. I think they they pretty much nailed it. What about you, Magna Mills? Do you think they made good on it? Yeah, it was a lot of hype, but it, again, they didn't quite settle it. You, you know, you don't really necessarily have a clear winner coming out of it. 
yeah, it, it, a lot of hype built in, like you said, some real world parallels, some great character development, fun lines. Yeah, it was a tough bar, but I think they cleared it. What is going on with our boy Greg? He's not just playing both sides. I mean, he's playing the he's playing the whole shape here, right? I mean, this guy is Yeah, he's doing a Mia Wallace making a little square there. I mean, you gotta give him credit. He folds like a lawn chair when Kendall asked him about Shiv. So he still hasn't quite found that spine yet. I don't think it's impossible that maybe he just ditches Royce entirely and just jumps in with Madsen. I mean, would it even surprise you if now, you know, somehow Shiv splits up for Madsen and then all of a sudden Greg is Madsen's inside man or something like that? You know, you know, I like it. I loved him getting busted back down to Greg. Not Samson, not! I want you Gregging for me! You're busted back down to Greg tonight. That was a, a highlight of the episode for me, that bit with Tom. And man, dude's still, again, just failing upwards. He is just fucking clueless. Like that whole scene with Jess and her trying to be like, you could just wait a couple minutes. And him just like, right over his head, man. Ah, what do you think, man? Why did Shiv choose this moment to both apologize to Tom and to tell him that she's pregnant. Was this real? She just felt she had to do it? Or was she possibly trying to leverage Tom's power in calling the election? I, again, I know everyone hates me for this, but it's Magna Mills. What am I going to say? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. And here's the reason why, okay? She wanted to tell him, I think, on the balcony in the previous episode, in that heated argument, he hit her with some harsh shit when he said, and maybe you're not the right person to have children with. That's That's a tough thing. She wanted Tom maybe edging closer to her side on this because she's legit concerned about the end of the world uh, if this if this if Mankins wins. Right. So I, th- I think she was it was well played and we finally got it. You know, it wasn't necessarily how I thought we were going to get it, but but we got it in terms of her finally telling him his reaction, though. Oh, dude. That even true. What? Pure succession right there. Are you at all surprised that Roman is all in with Mankin? Not really. I I think Mankin is just giving him whatever it was he was seeking from Logan, whether it's affirmation, responsibility, just to be kind of accepted as a powerful peer. I don't know what it is, but he's definitely getting something from that relationship he's not getting anywhere else. Let's be honest here. I think Roman's personal politics probably aren't that far off from Mankin's. So I do think that makes sense here. How about your boy Kendall, man? Are you surprised that he had trouble making this big call? I think Kendall, in his mind, thinks he can have his cake and eat it, too. He thought he could get the right candidate in terms of, like, let's not, like, end the world by electing this monster. But I can also get this, you know, the the, the other side, Jimenez and them, to, to block this deal for me. He really wanted that. But in the end, he had no choice once he realized Shiv, you know, betrayed him. Any thoughts on the way Connor ended his illustrious campaign? I mean, you got to love Khan, man. I don't know, man. He might have folded harder than Greg did there. It was all like, oh, you know, the only elections are so much fun when you're in it. And then as soon as they lose Kentucky, he's like, yo, what's up with this deal? What's up with them ambassadorships? I mean, I don't know, man. Dude blew over 100 mil just to be the ambassador of Slovenia. Vienna for lunch. Venice for dinner. And Dubrovnik for breakfast. He actually had principles. He tossed them all out just to do this deal. And let's be honest here, man. Willa is probably both going to be a better ambassador than him. And she's probably going to be set on Slovenia in about, I don't know, two weeks or so. So maybe we'll talk about that in predictions. What do you think, man? Do you like the way they handled Kendall and Roman discovering that Shiv was working against them with Madsen? I do. And here's why, because I like that it happened in the heat of a moment as the clock is ticking. 
And they did it when a decision needed to be made. Roman's all in on making it. Ken's kind of undecided. They did it when it was at a boiling point in terms of like, hey, we're on the clock. We got one second. We got to make a decision here. What are we doing? I I just thought it was really well played. Any thoughts on the way that real world political trends dominated this episode? I mean, this was about as close to what we've seen recently as, as anything that I've seen. Yeah, I think they definitely pulled a lot from real life. If you listen to the Insider podcast or whatever they have up there on HBO, they talked about bringing in real political consultants, real people who have run election deaths for CNN. I think dude used to be the head of CNN. So they tried to make this as real as possible, and it definitely was a little bit scary. This idea that they they can almost maybe not help a guy win, but they could push, you know, they can encourage turnout, discourage turnout, just the way they cover what they choose not to cover definitely really interesting man and it it already got me stressed out for the presidential election and that's like 18 months away so it was definitely crazy i'm the master of the decision desk magna mills so believe me when i tell you that our favorite part of succession it's the dialogue it's time to give you our favorite quotes of the episode i'm up first here dude i'm going with tom when he looks at greg and he says greg i have to be clear i have to if i get drowsy and i Miscall Colorado, instability, right? Then the U.S. loses credibility. China spots an opportunity, invades Taiwan, tactical nukes, fucking shit goes kablooey, and we're back to amoeba. It's a long way back from pond life because you failed to get me a double shot. I just love this. As Tom is putting Greg back on coffee duty. Just, yeah. And you know what, man? I'm going to go with what I call the eggplant exchange between Shiv and Roman. It's great. I mean, I got four smileys from Gail. They think they've got it. I have got eggplant, eggplant flag from Mankin. Well, two eggplants is not as much as four smileys, obviously. Four smileys is symptomatic of the complacency at the heart of his out-of-touch campaign. Eggplant, eggplant flag reeks of the misogynistic bravado that has so repelled the median voter. And let me tell you what, this is when writers go to college, you go to become a writer. This is like what you masturbate to, This being able to write this, because no human talks like this, really. Uh, it's but wild. it's awesome. It is awesome. And Matson, well, he spent most of the episode on the sidelines wearing some interesting pajama pants. What do you think, Mills? Do we still have a Matson moment for America Decides? Cards on the table. What I really want to see is the lost episode with Matson out of the town with Greg dancing with old men and shit. I, I would really love to see that. But, you know, we do get one reference from him to that. And I think that's probably our Matson moment. I was talking uh, last night to Oscar and. Gregory Peggory, about that? Uh, I'm sorry, you spoke to Greg about this? Yeah, well, he was part of a conversation just as a normalist. Gregory Peggory, the normalist. Uh, I think there's a spinoff there. So what's the deal here, Mills? Are we still in the burn ward, or is this just a burn hospital at this point? Everybody is extra crispy after this one. Uh, we'll start with Greg, because he obviously has no regard for Tom's feelings. You know, I'm a little bit tense. Just a little bit, a little bit tense. Well, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. And Kendall, he doesn't have any time for Greg. We don't, we're not talking to Greg. Let's be honest. Greg really isn't ready to negotiate with Shiv. Is there an offer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about I offer for you to keep all your internal organs on your insides rather than I pull them out your asshole? And Tom does not really respect Pam. Well, you're not a doctor, Pam, until you qualify when you get her on the air. Nor does Tom have any love for Sid. Yeah, probably because she couldn't get okay. her cloven hooves and her regular shoes. 
And surprise, surprise, Roman has zero sympathy for the Democratic Party. My team's playing your team. It's only spicy because if my team wins, they're going to shoot your team. Roman is usually tough to burn, but Mankin's got some skills. Yeah, well, I blame you. Couldn't deliver Connor, huh? Roman goes ahead and takes his frustrations out on top. By, by what authority? Uh, by the power of me, the CEO of Waystar, telling you what to put on the telebox mouth people. That makes sense. Roman doesn't like the prospects if they come out on the wrong side of this. With FBA and Vera News backing him, we're left the most dickless eunuchs in Cucktown. I mean, fuck it, right? Nothing matters, Ken. Nothing fucking matters. Dad's dead, and the country's just a big pussy waiting to get fucked. And give credit where credit is due. Roman Roy might be the first man ever to literally motorboat history. We can pay for any damages. Let's just jam our fucking heads in the bosom of history and just... And Shiv's hubris really caught up to her in this episode. Who watches The Watchmen? You know? Who watches The Watchmen? I fucking do. And Shiv can't hide her feelings about Kendall's ambition. Says the man who'd cut his son's throat and then eat him on the high pass. Consider Kendall unimpressed. I wondered why you looked like a goose trying to shit a house brick, you piece of dirt. Roman's not impressed either. This is about the future of the country. No, I think it's because you broke up with your boyfriend. And I wonder if he meant Madsen or Tom. And shout out to Willa speaking for all the UNC Duke and Kansas fans. Fuck Kentucky. And finally, I think it's safe to say that Hugo didn't vote for Jimenez. And it Respect is sacrosanct. the process. Count every vote. Are you so fucking dull? Dedicated and Flop your dick out. Pop a nut. Do something. Indiana Jones says, That belongs in a museum. But when it comes to succession, we only care about what belongs on a t-shirt. Mills, any worthy t-shirt options from uh, this episode titled America Decides? I like who watches the Watchmen and you got Shiv like with binoculars looking and then Greg shiving her in the back. I think that'd be a good one. False flag seems pretty obvious. It's like an American flag t-shirt, but a raven head, the raven head dude on it. That, that one's obvious. Uh, Gregory Peggery, you got Greg as a cocaine adult pirate, probably with eye patch. Maybe you got wasabi in that eye. Uh, decision desk Darwin, and it's just the bull Darwin just crying at his desk, either from the wasabi or because he got railroaded into, you know, abandoning his principles. And then finally, the normalist. I haven't quite figured out. Greg's like in a bowling alley or at the grocery store or something trying to act normal, but he's just Gregging the shit out of it. That brings us to the Roy rankings with only two episodes left to go. How the rankings look, man? Any movement up top? We, I think, had up to 18 characters we ranked in this one. We're just going to give you our top five. We were in lockstep on our top four. At five, we have Frank. I actually had him five. Jamie G, you had him nine. At four, we both had Cousin Greg. At three, we both had Jared Bacon. At two, we both had Kendall Roy. And at number one, we both had Roman Roy. And I think that's probably a first for both of us for Roman being up top. So congratulations. For once, Roman, you're on top. It is time to give a grade to America Decides. Let's stay on message and grade the episode on a scale of one to ten. Electoral votes. Magna Mills, please cast your ballot. Um, my fucking touchscreen's not working. Um, 9.7 electoral votes. How about yourself? I am going to, I'm going to one up you just by a smidge. 9.8 electoral votes. This episode was awesome. All right. That brings us to our predictions what do you think, man? We saw at the end of the episode here, Tom was catching some flack. Do you think he's really in trouble or is this just other partisan news organizations hating on him? Uh, I think it has the potential to be trouble, but right now it's just noise. 
Staying with Tom, what happens now that Shiv has told him she's pregnant with his child? Tom quits his job before he can get fired to like try to help do something with the kid or whatever. I don't know, something like that, maybe. He's a stay-at-home dad. Wow. That's that's pond life. That's an amiibo right there. He's blowing up in Alaska. I hope so. Uh, I'm going to answer yes. My heart, You do what the heart wants. How long does Willa make it in Slovenia until she leaves Connor? Over-unders two weeks. I think it's exactly two weeks, exactly how long uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character was going to stay on Mars in total recall. Have you brought any fruits or vegetables onto the planet? Two weeks. Uh, what do you think, man? At the end of the day, do you think ATN wound up calling Wisconsin correctly? No. Will Mencken wind up winning the election or will it swing back the other way i think it's going to swing back the other way but just because that feels like it would be the most succession-y thing for it to do i don't have a strong feeling either way i'm just betting why not because we all think you know that's that so they wind up being you know wrong to give it to them maybe that plays on kendall's conscience something like that so what do you think man what's the next move for shiv and madsen bonus time awarded i think shiv is in all-out war mode and i think that she is going to take it as far as she can but in the end she loses faith in Matson and goes back with her brothers and it sounds like the next episode is gonna be logan roy's funeral man they could go anywhere with this thing any predictions uh i think that somehow shiv's gonna find a way to get to talk and she is just going to go after Mankin, like right at his fucking grill burn the whole thing down if she has to total shit show i'm thinking should be awesome and what do you think man are kendall and roman going to remain sort of united here or will roman's close relationship with Macon drive him apart i think the wedge is already there and it's going to drive him apart further but might not happen as quickly as we think i know we only have two episodes but i think maybe that the wedge gets bigger this next episode and then that final episode it's full you, you could drive a car through it all right, man, time for the big one. The end of the series, two episodes from now, who will be crowned the king or queen of succession, so to speak? I just haven't had enough to get off this soapbox. I, I don't know if I'm going to die on this hill or not, but I'm sticking with K-Dog, my boy Kendall Roy. Uh, man, I'm back to Cousin Greg. He's just doing it somehow, dude. He's failing upwards, and it might just be that they make him the CEO so he gets fired or goes to jail or something. I'm just thinking he gets to wear the crown, at least for a minute, even if it's just in a superficial manner. I mean, hey, maybe the deal happens and uh, Madsen makes him CEO. Who fucking knows, dude? Anything can happen. All right, man, just one free-for-all prediction. Give me something. Tom and Shiv do not get divorced, and they raise their child together. Uh, I'm going with we get to see Logan Roy again soon and it's in Roman's dream. I'm going to double down on that and say, we see Rome. We see Logan twice once in this coming up episode and once in the following, in the final episode. Fair enough. Anything else before we get out of here? Ah, let's see here. Jamie G only one time. If I've been told it feels kind of sweaty, maybe wait a day. And that was on the worst honeymoon I've ever went on my six. It was definitely the most disappointing of my nine honeymoons. And honestly, I don't know whether I would consider it a compliment or an insult if somebody called me a normalist. No, no, no not for me. No. What? No, I'm just starting to feel normal from last what night. That is literally how I have felt the day after drinking every time since I turned 37. American bottled water with spaghetti and olive oil? 
holy shit, I think they actually found a meal that Sally, that Sally Reed could cook. Shout out, Barry. Is there any film in these cameras? You might laugh, but that's exactly how Amazon's Citadel show wound up exceeding $200 million. And just because something's on fire doesn't make it news? Tell that to my ex who decided to put the syphilis diagnosis on the Christmas card that year. Confident, but terrified. I don't know, is there is there a name for that feeling? Cuspy? I don't know how this is possible, but Shiv somehow knew my pledge name from back in my college fraternity days. Cuspy. Decision Desk Darwin. When you apply for the Decision Desk job, your application is legitimately just thrown right out the window unless your name begins with the letter D. He's so fucking dull. Ah, I see that Hugo and I are Eskimo brothers. That was Janice from uh, Finnegan's Wake right there. I, I think that's who it was. Do I need to get ready to be cozy with this fucking Mr. Scary? Dude, that is not what you want to hear when you're just trying to be a solid wingman for your boy. And perhaps-ish? That's literally what I hear every time I ask a woman from that MILF dating site for her number. Sometimes they just want enough information to pull my credit report, but most of the time, they really just want to steal my identity. Information. No guarantee. Greg. It's like a bottle of fine wine. You store it. You hoard it. You save it for a special occasion. And then you smash someone's fucking face in one. Again. Very bad decision by my ex-wife to tell me that she was leaving me with a picture of her and her new boyfriend on the Christmas card. I hate Christmas cards. Happy Hanukkah. Thanks for checking out Suck 10. We'll be back next week to discuss the pen ultimate episode of Succession titled Church and State. Woo! Anything else to add, Mills, before we get out of here? I mean, like the, the offspring one said, man, I thought you had to keep them separated. Thank you for checking out Suck 10. Again, find us wherever you get your pods. On the YouTube, search for Suck10 or regular Dudes Watch Stuff on social media at Dudes Watch Stuff. Don't forget the flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. It's all we ask. If you had fun, don't forget the thumb. Thanks again for checking us out. On behalf of myself, Magna Mills, and Jamie G, the real-life Disgusting Brothers. Remember, you don't want to get Greg down, and you can't make a Tomlet without breaking some Gregs. Well, these hands aren't going to fuck themselves, so... Go get yourself some Greglets before you get busted back down to Greg. Greg.